Welcome to the Conservative Millennial Perspective Podcast with your host, Scott Hopkins, bringing you the truth, fighting for America. Thank you for joining uh, the Conservative Millennial Perspective Podcast today. I'm going to keep it short, but I want to bring up and talk about uh, a couple things that I think definitely relate to us. And since this is a podcast geared to millennials, I believe that it's necessary that we have to think about these things. Um, And so the other day I watched, it was was awesome. And I highly advise that you you go and watch this. But I watched a, a documentary that was released on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Now, it has its biases and things of that nature, but it did bring up some great things about what social media does or doesn't do for the individual that's on it and actually how it creates a, a greater divide between um, people and, and, and thoughts and theories and political um, ideologies and stuff like that. And so um, I want to talk about the fact of, of, of millennials and, and uh, you know, what, uh, what we need to do to find the truth and not just be so... Uh, consumed with social media and grabbing all of our truth off social media and some stats and stuff that we're going to read as well and find some things that kind of will bring to light some issues. Um, and then even from progressing from millennials to Generation Z, the next one, uh, the fact of, of how even media has skewed um, the changes in their ideologies and their thinking and their political um, thought processes as well. And so stay tuned. I hope that you're uh, going to enjoy this. Uh, but here we go. We get started with this first topic about basically the, the, the polarizing divide in our country. And especially, um, I want to point out between the newer groups that are able to vote, millennials, all millennials right now are able to vote. And millennials are generally preferred, the ages are, the years born are 1980 to 2000. That's the farthest you'll go. Some people like to smash that in a little farther, about 18 years, so 1982 to 1996 to 98. Um, and so th- that's how they kind of do that. And so if you're in that age group and, and uh, everybody is, um, everyone is able to vote. Um, we are at voting age um, and it is the largest voting populace of America ever in the history of America. We outdo the baby boomers um, by more um, in, in population wise, not voting, right? I, mean, I, I don't know those stats, but in, in population wise, the last figure that I saw um, we outdid them by over four million. Um, I believe it was three to four, uh, three to four million. I think it was roughly in those areas of of how many people um, were born in the millennial um, time period than the baby boomers. And, and we know that the baby boomers was the largest generation in America. The millennials are now, and uh, Generation Z has actually pro, um, degressed because of certain things and and worries of of millennials as well as um, Generation. Um, X. And so oh, I want to talk about, though, um, the political divide, the polarizing political divide and how that social media creates this polarizing divide and taking a little bit from resources here and there. I really highly advise you that you watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Um, you may not agree with everything it's saying in there. I don't. But it does open your eyes to about what the social media is about. Um, and so um, there is a big polarizing um, um, there's, there's big polarization between, uh, Republican Democrats, between people, just people in general in our nation. And I want to at least surmise that it begins with the phone. And this was created. I mean, I could go back 
And I don't remember this much of a divide, even when Bush was in presidency in the early 2000s. But this this gap started to become greater and greater as not just the iPhone, but the smartphone grew and social media grew. And we had access information at our fingertips within seconds. And Pew Research, which is a very credible research um, group, they did, they've been doing this. And back in, they, they wrote this back in 2017. There's an updated one, 18. And I imagine there's that you can find right now. But um, uh, just some things that they say here that Americans are now further apart ideologically than any point in the last 20 years. Um, and and they, they also say, although, um, um, uh, they, well, they say here that American religious beliefs are more fundamentalist and language is more crude in um, American religion. And uh, the case could go on and on. I could say this about how the divide between American um, Democrats and Republicans, there's not much of moderates uh, any longer. And, and I want to surmise, uh, sorry, I want to, uh, push to you that this is because of technology, because of social media. And um, this was this research was done in October of 2017 by the PU Research Center. Uh, Americans were found to have become increasingly partisan in their views. This would include, you know, diverse as, um, let's see, uh, healthcare, immigration, race, and sexuality. Um, Americans today hold more extreme and more divergent views than we did just 10 years ago, all right? I think we all could agree with that. And the reason for this shift is that as a device that three out of every four Americans own, a smartphone. Can you believe that? A smartphone. Um, here's a couple of stats from the Pew Research Center says uh, a recent Pew Research Center study found that Americans are now less likely to hold a mix of conservative and liberal views than they were in the past. Overall, 32% of Americans now take a roughly equal number of conservative and liberal viewpoints on a scale based on 10 questions asked together in seven surveys since 1994. In 2015, 38% of Americans had mixed values, and in 94 and 2004, 49% 49% did. That's 11% decrease. Reflecting growing partisan gaps, Republicans and Democrats are further apart ideologi- ideologically than any point in the last two decades, so 20 years. Now, let me preface this. I do believe that the Democrat Party, and this is, you know, everyone's going to say this depending on what party you're at. I do believe the Democrat Party has become very extreme, very, very much Marxist in what they believe and their values what they promote, what their ideologies are, and things of that nature. And so there's this growing divide. But I think that this has been ultra and and, and pushed to super speed increase because of social media. That's why I guess what I'm promoting here. Um, it it uh, definitely has a uh, an effect on, on our culture, on our political theater today. So... Basically, just looking at this a Pew Research, they go through here, and you know when you think about that, you are putting a political idea up on on Facebook. Um, one of the crazy things about our internet and the AI and the integrations and the and the technologies that we have today is that they will feed you what you promote the most, or what you like the most, or what you view the most. 
So what Facebook or any social media site is doing is they're monitoring the time that you spend looking at certain things. So for example, I mean, you can find this and I forget how it is. You can go into your settings and you can find out what Facebook labels you as politically. And I am labeled as a staunch conservative or that's not the wording, but in a conservative because of what I view and what I post about. And so it's very interesting that basically whatever you're going to post, view, talk about, that's what Facebook, what Instagram, what Pinterest, what Twitter will promote to you because that's how the AI integrations are set up. Um, and so uh, it's very interesting that, uh, that, that Facebook would do that, but at the same time, you want to be fed that. And so you kind of just enjoy it and don't really think about it. And what's happening is that it's that the AI has learned so much of you that you could go down the rabbit hole and you'll have some of these crazy conspiracies out there that people start believing because they they're being suggested this next video, this next article, and this next thing. I mean, we're all been there, right? When we've watched a, a cat video or a dog video or an animal video, and and it's funny. The next thing you know, you end up finding on like some weird, you know, thing that the the Earth is flat. I don't believe that. I think that's just crazy absurd. Um, and maybe you do, but but I, I, I can't go there. All right. And, and so you end up finding, you go down this path and you continually go down this path and Facebook feeds it to you. And that's the political leanings of what Facebook thinks it is or thinks what you want to see. And you begin to see more and more of it. And because you see more and more of it, you create your own valid truth in your mind. So you then began, we could be guilty of creating a false truth or reality of our own American system based upon what Facebook or social media, and I say Facebook because it's the largest social media site in the world. I think it has over 4 billion active users or 2 billion, some crazy number. I don't know, it's just an insane number. Um, let's just put it that way, of active users, okay? And so it's going to feed you what you want and what it thinks that this ideology is. So... Um, it's very interesting. Um, it's very interesting, uh, how that works. Cause what it does, is it reinforces what you and I think. Now I'm not saying that, you know, Hey, what you're seeing about conservatives or liberals or false here and there, but I do want to tell you that social media does create this, this, um, creates more of a polarizing atmosphere than it should be. And let me let me tell you this and implore you to do, to research and do your own facts. When you see news sites given to you or, or news stories and articles given to you on social media, don't just take that that's the truth. A lot of times what's being given to you is because that's kind of what you've read before and read from. And so Facebook will give that to you and then you'll promote it and find out that it's not entirely true. I mean, same, it, it's with everything. It's not just with one side, left or right. It's with everything. And so I implore you to read like independent news sources, not just Fox News, not just, you know, whatever the case may be that you're listening to, not just CNN, not just MS, uh, NBC or whatever, or MSN. Or, don't read those, just those things because they're only promoting one side of the truth and not promoting the whole uh, context of things. And so it's it's interesting that, that you and I are literally being controlled by social media and it's created such polarization that we're only seeing one side that we want to see. It becomes like, an echo chamber, really. So, I mean, I advise as a person that, that wants to, especially as millennials, we want to know the truth to broaden out beyond, you know, immediate social networks and, and what it promotes of us. 
And, and that way it'll help you see kind of the, the whole story. All right. And so, I mean, I think this definitely uh, plays uh, a, a great, um, a great work and disservice in our society, and and and, and it's something that we, you and I should be really considered and, and concerned about because of of how polarizing and how you know these things can be. Now, granted. What's end up happening is it's create this such a great divide that we have such infighting, and I believe it has caused a lot of this social unrest that we're seeing. So I began to look, you know, between Generation um, um, Z, I guess is what they're called, and Millennials, which Generation Zs, the oldest ones are beginning to coming. This is their first, um, actually this this could be their second, the very first ones. This could be their second time they're voting, but most of the time, this is the first time they're voting. A lot of them are coming into the voting field and they have a lot of different opinions just from the millennials. And it's interesting even to see this. And let me, let me tell you some of these stats here. All right. Let me, let me tell you how crazy this is. Oh, just, just about the, the approval rate of, of jobs, of Trump's job performance. Okay. Now what's interesting is Generation Z and Millennials are about the same, about 30%. The boomers go up to 43%. And this is just a Pew research. Some of this is also can be skewed as well, but this is a pretty reputable source, and so I'm telling you. Um, but here's this crazy thing. 70% of Gen Z polled um, about this question, 70% say this, that government should do more to solve problems. Now, that's a big issue because if government more government gets involved, uh, government takes over, the state takes over. We know where that leads. That leads to Marxism. Now, here's this. Where it gets kind of close here between millennials and Gen Z uh, is basically that there's increasing racial and ethnic diversity um, is good for society. Well, that's a good thing. I agree with that. Compared to 42% of the silent or 48% of the boomer age. And, and there's some issues and discrepancies there and, and things that happen that, that they knew of that, that determine their, their thought process. And so you look at that and they're, they're, they're also saying with that idea that they want diversity, there's a problem in America as well. Um, so it's important um, for you and I to know this. Now, check this out. They've gotten to the point where Generation Z, 35% or, uh, 35% of Generation Z um, knows someone personally that... 35% of Gen Z, millennials, 25%. You'd say, well, what's wrong with that? Well, um, the thing is, if, if um, more conservative ideas, and, and I wholeheartedly believe this, that um, there is a God and that um, I'm a believer in Jesus. I think people know that. I preach the gospel and I believe that God only created two genders, male and female. So I'm going to use them as their genders. It jumps from 25% from millennials to 35% as Gen Z. So there's a big increase there. But media helps even change that as well because they're going to show you stories. On one side, they're going to show that and kind of get uh, considered as angry. On the other side, liberals, they're going to show things that, that support their ideas and stuff. And so you find out that there's a, there's a big difference here. Also, Gen, um, Gen Z, check this out, Republicans. So those that, that identify as conservatives or Republicans are more likely than other Republicans to say blacks aren't treated fairly. And that has to do even, this was back in 2017, along with the Charlottesville stuff, that there was so much miscommunication, misinformation provided out there, that it's changed. The media has literally changed the thinking. But if you just do a little bit of research, 
you can see that the stats don't back up what we're seeing. And you know, I'm, I'm all for everyone having equal opportunity. I'm not a, a racist person. I'm, I'm not saying that. And I don't think that you would think that of me. And I hope not. And if I've given that off, I, I do apologize. I don't think there's a difference. And I don't see color. I don't think we should see color. Um, I believe, you know, the millennials at one point were or the most diversified uh, group of, of, of people in America. And now it's the Generation Z, um, which I love. But Generation Z, uh, it's crazy. Uh, lean more at 43%. The, de- the Democrat leaning 82%. Now, millennials, 30% of Republicans say that, whereas basically um, 82 So it, it doesn't really change that much in that, that area. And so I, I think it's important for you and I to note these stats and note these things and see how media um, changes the, the outlook of and, and the ideologies and the beliefs of each party. Now, you'll hear something on the internet and you'll just go with it because that's your favorite person, like Charlie Kirk. You know, I, I love to listen to Charlie Kirk and he does a great job, but, you know, Charlie Kirk is 100% right about everything. No one is. That's, 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 that's not possible. We are corrupt human beings. We, we don't have that. You can't take everything that Charlie Kirk says and, and believe everything. That's with anybody, all right? And so you have to do your own research and come to the conclusions there of the truth that's been presented by the facts, not by biased by a person that's trying to politically influence as well. You know, you know, you'd say I'm trying to politically influence. Yes, but also at the same time, I want you and encourage you to look and study the facts instead of letting somebody else do that for you. Um, they're saying that Generation Z will be the most educated generation of America ever. Millennials are once considered that um, we're being pushed, you know, to go to college, go to college, go to college. I say there's so many trade jobs out there that we need to get into the trade jobs. We're forgetting about those things. That's just a side point. But here's the thing. With more information, more knowledge also can come more corruption. And it shouldn't be that way. Because where we're going to college and what we hear in our textbooks and schools is politically biased. And it's helping people to lean a certain way. And I'm not saying left or right. I think you can make your own surmisation about that um, or uh, own opinion about that. But I, I can tell you that the more information, more is beginning to corrupt us. And it shouldn't be that way. It should be the more information and the more study of history helps us to evade what we've done in the past. You know, the age old uh, adage or adage, whatever it's called, <laughs> right? Um, it basically, is that uh, history will always repeat itself. And if we study history correctly and read the facts for ourselves and do the research ourselves, Instead of being the lazy Americans that we are claimed to be, um, instead of getting on YouTube and someone just explain it to us, pick up something and read it. Too often we just want to Google. Let me tell you this. Google controls 93% of the world's searches. It has been proven and they have admitted, they have admitted that they curtail searches based upon certain biases and what they want you to see. Also, it's been proven based upon the location of where you're at or states that you're in will determine what you see. That's even crazier. So I encourage you, pick up a book. Read a book. Listen to a book. They can't change it. They can change maybe some additions, but they can't change what was written. And some of it may be wrong, yes, but oftentimes they're going to give a view, a write a view that isn't isn't maybe um, curtailed based upon the current current circumstances of the day. And they're, and I would look at people that are just trying to basically give the facts and state the facts of, of history to you. Um, 
I, I think it's very important as millennials to get back to the truth instead of disinformation, instead of even what um, our favorite person puts out there. Just I wouldn't even say fact check it because I hate that terminology because you can't you can't depend on independent fact check. Go and do it yourself. There are records out there that'll tell you, you know, exactly what it, something's going on. So I, I encourage you, I implore you to do those things and not let social media drive your political bias, but, you know, let the facts drive it. All right. Facts over emotions. That's what we need as, as conservative millennials. We need facts over emotions and that will win the day. That'll seize the day. Social media is a disease that literally, uh, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying that you get rid of it all, but social media is, is, is causing this great polarization where literally there's, it, these, it's destabilizing countries and it's messing up the United States of America. In the long run, we are one people. What, what happened to the melting pot of America? I remember studying the book in my history books that we are a melting pot of the world. Sorry, not America. Melting pot of the world. What happened to that? Why are we about identity politics? Why is it that we have to be identified by something politically? What happened to agreeing to disagree? Why do we have to cancel somebody because they don't view things the way that we view things? This is something that every one of us should be questioning and asking ourselves. And this is something that when we go and vote and when we are supporting um, uh, the people that we support in government, these are things that we should be even considering when we're looking at these people. Uh, it, how much they're um, p- promoting these ideas or not promoting these ideas. Because it, it, it will determine the future of America. Literally, guys, m- millennials, conservative millennials, any millennial that listens to this, we are determining the future of America and shaping the world. And social media has a lot to play in it. And I want to encourage you, don't get sucked up in it. Do the research for yourself. Hey, I'm Scott Hopkins. Thank you so much for listening today. Subscribe to our podcast, please. Conservative Millennial Perspective. Send us an email, conservativetruthmp at gmail.com. That's conservativetruthmp at gmail.com. Go to our Facebook page. Go to our Twitter, Conservative Millennial Perspective. I, I just want to get the word out. I want to encourage each and every conservative millennial and each millennial just to do research. Don't rely upon other people. Don't rely upon social media. There's a lot of disinformation out there. We need to do the research and not be controlled by these algorithms, by these things that social media is promoting to us because that's what we see and like. We need to look at the whole picture, see the full context, look at the facts, look at the stats, and let that determine the truth. Because that is truth. It's not objective. It's not your truth or my truth, there is the truth. And you may say, well, there's not just one truth. There is one truth. And I encourage you to look at that. Hey, thanks guys for listening. God bless. We'll see you next Tuesday.